0: we he said finished, we never stop, we'll never quit, without never drop, till it's over with, we never stop, we'll never quit, we'll never drop until he said it's dead. Good day, everybody, good day, good day. Hope everybody started off their day good, a so good morning, Just had a good day throughout the day, and is enjoying their evening. I know times are, we are still going through adapting and moving through uh, our society here in Las Vegas and around the nation and world, yet we're starting to adapt and realize that there is going to be a change that is going to forever be a part of our culture as humans and part of our society as we live in. So, with that being said, you're now tuned in to The Blue Book, presented to you by Sea rip Ministries and hosted by Your Boy Blue. Hope everyone is had a good day or having a good day. Um, you may have been through some trials, tribulations, difficulties, uh, hurdles, um, situations, and hopefully you've seek- seeked God, um, followed the path of Jesus to your best ability, and let the Spirit just flow through you. Um, nothing's perfect, but at least with that, you have sound mind that you did the right thing regardless of the outcome. Today's word, message, inspirational message of knowledge and gems for daily life is going to be power, the power of a human being, the power of the spirit of the human being. So, what we are going to do, like we do every time we get on and do a message is we're going to recite our pledge. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands. One Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. Yes, Father. The one flag, the one symbol that is attached to nothing free to everyone, and only represents the purity, the truth, and the bloodshed, Jesus. If you have your Bibles, whether it's on a laptop, desktop, Android, Apple, tablet, or you even have it in the book itself in front of you, we're going to be out coming, reading, moving, directing through the book, second book. Of Timothy, 2nd Timothy, and we're going to be in the seventh chapter. Once again, we're going to be in the book of 2nd Timothy in the New Testament, seventh first chapter, seventh verse, 2 Timothy 1 7. Absolutely, okay. So, before we get into reading our wonderful Bible, I want to let you know I read out of the Amplified. To me, it works best for me. It's how I get my meat and potatoes of the word. Whatever version of the Bible you choose to read, fantastic. Whatever helps you, whatever nourishes you, whatever keeps you spiritually fed, it helps you for a spiritual diet, I'm with you. 100. We'll be going through several translations tonight, um, some of which I will talk about. In other words, I probably will not, just because it says the same thing in all the translations, or most of them. If there is a difference in the translation, I will definitely tell you, and we will definitely discuss it, um, or articulate it, but as of right now, that's what's going on, and we're going, I'm definitely going to cite the Pledge of the Bible, and then we'll go into prayer, so everyone with me. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word, a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my soul, and path. Its words will I b- hide in my heart that I might not sin against God. Father, I come to you right now, Father, thanking you for the word, thanking you for being able to read your word, articulate it, comprehend what you want us to understand. Bring your knowledge to us so we can read and understand what message you want us to know tonight, today, this morning. And Father, bless it bless it with all your wisdom and all your knowledge. Lead us, guys, and direct us in your path and your way. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. So, what does 2 Timothy 1-7 mean? Well, let's get to it. The opening phrase of this verse may explain why Paul, Dwell so much on concepts such as bravery and spiritual strength when writing to Timothy it's possible this represented a spiritual weakness which Paul was helping Timothy to overcome spiritual weakness spiritual weakness it it is is the fear of things you cannot control okay spiritual weakness unlike physical weakness is enduring different spirits like depression, like anxiety, like panic, like anger, like um, the spirit of, of of overeating, spirit of or which is gluttony, spirit of lust, the spirit of addiction. Those are spirits that attach to you. That cause you to be dependent on those to function, your, and then your body becomes accustomed to it, to where it becomes a part of natural life. Uh, spiritual weakness is when you have don't have it strength in your spirit to fight those urges and 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 and, and, and issues away from you and that's what spiritual growth is about spiritual fitness reading the word uh... meat and potatoes in the word drinking of the spirit of the the, the spiritual realm is to be able to have enough strength to say no now what is there is there a possibility of people being able to say no to stuff and have that strength inner strength of course there is you can have inner power that's that's nothing new um... but that that could only last for so long before you become weak and you slip and you fall. Uh, what's the difference between personal we- personal strength, inner strength, and God inner strength? Personal inner strength, you're fighting yourself. You're telling yourself you have to meditate and you have to tell yourself every day you get up that I have to, I have to overcome this addiction, this feeling, this spiritual uh, uh, issue. With God, you don't have to. And God, you give it to him. You take this. I don't want this. You take it. I'll pray about it. I'll move on with my life. It's either having a full tank gas or not having a full tank gas and trying to drive a car across across the town. Big difference. You may make it. You may not. With God, you make it. That's how that works. Okay. Perhaps Timothy was content in his role of serving along Paul and did not prefer to be the outspoken leader. Of a large movement of Christians, that's possible. Maybe you want to say second row of somebody, and you didn't want to lead them because you, your spiritual spiritual weakness was too was too low or too weak to for, that you believed you couldn't do it. Because a, a lot of stuff we go through is is inner belief, it's inner strength. I don't think I could do it. I don't think I can do that. I can do that is that not mechanical? It's not. It's not so always mechanical. It can be spiritual weakness. You don't want to go forward with something like that. And yet, this was the role Timothy held in emphasis at the time Paul wrote this letter. However, Paul urged Timothy to stand strong rather than fear. God has given a spirit of attitude, of power, and love, and self-control. So God puts that that love and power into you. And in 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 this particular verse, Paul urged Timothy to push forward, keep on. He he motivated and encouraged him that and told him, God gave you this, do something with it. You have the power of love and self-control. You have that, God's giving you, you, tap into that. Power has always been an important part of God's work in the church. Power has always been the power of the Lord, the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of Jesus. It is all power. The power of the Lord. In the next verse, Paul notes again the power of God. Okay? Power of God. What power that is. In 2 Timothy 3 5, he will speak against those who have an appearance of godliness, but deny his power. That's like being that's like being book smart and and, and, and spiritual stupid. Book smart, spiritual stupid. I appear to have God, but I have I have no life. I, I, I'm not gonna. That education, looking the part, only goes so far. Then you have to deal with the, the, the inevitable. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna deny the power of God. I'm not gonna, this is just words. I mean, huh? No. Education is a brain food. God's word is spiritual food. Okay, you can know this Bible from cover to cover, not believe in the power. You can quote scripture, it'll mean absolutely nothing. Or you can literally read the word, take it piece by piece, read it every day, and, and get just as much, if not more, out of it. Because the book is alive. This is a living book, a living word. Don't deny the power of that. Love is also a vital theme for Paul, as in 1 Corinthians 13. As well as the prominent topic in the teachings of Jesus. as love is, love is God. Love is Jesus. Pretty much. All do. Um, if you notice the word love, okay? Um, people like to use analogies and different symbolisms. If you take live, L-I-V-E, and you flip it around, you got evil. Okay? Love. You flip it around, you can't spell that. It's louval. Evil doesn't even spell evil, okay. Why because love cannot be evil no matter how you twist it, okay. People mistake love for all kinds of different shortcomings, follies, pain, so forth, so on. Yeah, love can definitely contribute to a lot of pain, but the problem with, 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 with people who think love is pain is that people don't know true love, people mistake love for a lot of other different things, and they don't. Look at love as God looks at love. Um, caring, respect, empathy, um, and 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 in the list goes on are the different words you can use that if that emphasize love. God is love. That's just the bottom line of it. So if love is pain, which Jesus displayed that, being crucified and being uh and given his life for us, that is the ultimate love sacrifice. But if you knew what true love was, you knew know that love is not pain. Love is God and God is good. You go through trials and tribulations, but God has your back. You would not think love is pain because God is love and there's no pain in God. There is sacrifice and there is, there is um, trials and tribulations, but there is no pain to the effect of where people think love is. Love is something that 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 is just, happens when you have God. Um, people f- say, I fell in love. I uh, gave my heart in love um, so far and so on um, and love has no image because God is love so it's not an image to that that's just the way it is um, so now, self-control was a theme in first Timothy first Timothy 3 9 and 15 it appears here again Paul routinely reminded believers under his care to exhibit self-control as, as part of the fruit of the Spirit, Galatians 5, and 23. Self-control. Boy, do we have a problem with that in humans. Self-control. That's discipline. That's knowing how much, knowing how less, and just doing what is needed. Self-control. Moderation. Responsibility. Why, why do you think a lot of the, uh, the liquor companies now, or beer companies, say we enjoy responsibly. Use self-control. Don't get out of hand. Don't get out of control because you can do a lot of damage. You can hurt a lot of people and yourself. Self-control, responsibility, and discipline. These are the things that that create character. Yes, losing creates character too. But these things create character. We need dis, 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 discipline, disciple. This is one same same concept, um, and you learn how to practice self-control. Simple as that. So let's see what it says in the word. In the word, Second Timothy, one seven. For God did not give us a, us a spirit of timidity. Timothy. Which is of cowardice or, or craven, the curling of flawed fear, flawing fear. God didn't give us that. God did not give us a spirit of, of a timidity, which is coward. Don't be a coward. Don't just say something and leave it. Don't, don't just back off of something that you stand for, or you try to stand for, you say you stand for. It. Don't be a coward. Okay? He didn't give it to you. That's not of God. Cowardice isn't of God. Okay, or craving the clinging of longing fear. Fear is not of God either. But he has given us a spirit of power and of love. And of calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. That's a lot of words. Okay, so once again, we're going down this road again. But he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of calm and well-balanced. Mind and discipline and self-control. Everything that that, that everything God is. I mean, really, can can you keep power, love, calm, well-balanced, mind, discipline, self-control? Keep it on. Keep keep it real. You know what I mean? It's really the essence of of, of it all. Um, we're gonna say, for instance, it, the NIV. Okay, so you got the amplified version. I just told you. NIV for the spirit of, for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid. I said timidity in uh, amplified. This one says timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Here you go. For God gave us a, us a spirit of not of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. That's in the ESV version okay the King James Version says for God hath not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of sound mind same thing is it right self-control well balanced love calm sound mind it means your mind's clear that means you're thinking clearly that's in the NASB uh, NASB. for God has not given us the spirit of timidity again but power of love and discipline so the KJV the King James Version says sound mind the NLT says for God has given not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but power, love, and self-discipline. So what right there you already got? Self-control, sound mind, discipline, self-discipline. The Amplified says well-balanced mind, discipline, and self-control. I think it's pretty, giving you a pretty good example here. The CSB version says for God has given us a not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. So you got sound mind, discipline, self-discipline, self-control, and sound judgment. All meaning the exact same thing, just worded differently. It has six different versions. Okay, let's see what else we got going on here. Okay. Let's see. Okay. So the American Standard Version says, For God gave us not a spirit of fearfulness, but of love, power, and discipline. Nice. Okay. Pretty much the Bible in English, basic English, pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Uh, Common English Bible, straightforward. Nothing really had changed. Same thing with the English, the Common English Bible. Um, Okay, here you go. The Complete Jewish Bible. For God gave us a spirit who produces not timidity, but power, love, and self-discipline. That's pretty good. the, the Holman Christian Standard Bible says for God has not given us a spirit of fearfulness but one of power love and sound judgment that's pretty good like uh, this one the Darby translation says for God has not given us a spirit of cowardice but of power and of love and of wise discretion wise discretion thats knowing what and where to go with it that's a very good way to put it self-discretion that's out of the Darby translation um, the English Standard Version, same thing. Most of them are Okay, here we go. The good news translation says, For the spirit that for the spirit that God has given us does not make us timid. Instead, his spirit fills us with power, love, and self-control. Pretty good. Okay. The, the God's Word translation says, God didn't give us a cowardly spirit, but a spirit of power, love, and good judgment. That's pretty good too. The Hebrews new the Hebrews name version says for God didn't give us a spirit of uh, didn't give us a spirit of fear but love the power of love and discipline. Not bad. Oh, here's another one. The Jubilee Bible 2000 says for God has not given us a spirit of fear but of strength and love and of temperance. Temperance. That's a different word. Temperance. That's something interesting. Why would he use temperance? Okay, hope I'm pronouncing that properly, but it's referring to a chill temper. Okay, obviously temper is in it, and it's controlling it. So, sound judgment, discipline, self-control, a sound mind, even-tempered, chill, enjoy the decision. God give you a spirit of chilling, not getting out of control and losing all your mind. That's a spirit of, of, of temper, of, of anger. Very good wording very good, sound mind, very good, very good, um, self-discipline, God continuously goes after this cowardness stuff, for God has not given us a spirit of cowardice, but of love and self-discipline, that's out of the Lexham English Bible, cowardice, he did not give, fear and cowardice, when you fear something, you cower behind, you cower behind the spirit of fear, very good, very good translation right there, there you go, the Message Bible. God does not want us to be shy with his gifts. There you go. Don't be coward, don't be shy. Cowardice again, the the, the, the spirit of fallback behind fear. Guys but bold and loving and sensible. Okay, so you got you got a temperance, you got self-control, you've got all these words, and now you got sensible. When you're sensible, you're open and you make a sound mind decision. Very nice. That's out of the the Message Bible. Very nice. Okay, there you go. The New new International Reader's Version. God didn't give us a spirit that makes us weak and fearful. Weak, another good word for that. He gave us a spirit that gives us power and love. It helps us control ourselves. Again, same thing. Control, self-control. It's just another way of wording it. Very nice. Um sound mind, fear, power, discipline, love spirit, discipline, cowardice again, um, most of these versions are just saying the same thing, okay here we go, let's see, what the, oh this is, uh, I don't even know how to how to read that one, that's in a whole different language, I can't even read that, I can read some of the words, but I would not butcher that, I'm not going to go for that one, New, okay here we go, the Doré Realms Catholic Bible, for God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sobriety. Sobriety, what a word to use. That means you, that means you're clear. You don't have anything in your mind blocking you from making a decision or, make, or praying to God or letting God do something. Sobriety, oh my Lord, that's a good word. Otherwise, no, just, it's just amazing. Um, most again, we're down. The, the Third Millennium Bible just says the same thing: power, love, and a sound mind. Um, Let's see here. Anything else just stands out differently. Sound judgment, cowards. Okay, the the White Cliff version says, "For why smoothly? So for for why smoothly? God gave us n- not the spirit of dread, dread that it dreads." Is the feeling of being pushed down, fearful, cowardice, dread is another word for just sorrow, of of coward, of of just fear, um, but virtue and love and of so- soberness. So once it's so once the sobriety, once it's soberness, it's still getting back to that chill mind factor. Um, that's in the White Cliff version, and that's and that's all of them. So pretty much, it's the same concept in all of them, just different wording. God gave us the power to be able to to deal with these things and to be able to make sound decisions and so forth. And that's what it is. It's the power of God. God gave us that power. So, Paul introduces himself, then recaps Timothy's path to become a minister. He reminds Timothy of how his family brought him up in the faith and then how Timothy served faithfully with Paul in the past. Paul then focuses on two primary ideas. First, that Timothy's background in the faith should give him the courage to stand fast against hard times. Second, that Timothy should use that courage to defend the truth of the gospel's message. Paul will use these, these points and examples as the foundation to the rest of his letter point blank simple. If you have it in you, you know it. You're aware of the power of the gospel. And that is what matters. The power of the word that we read. The power of the fear of God who pretty much supervises everything. And the power of the Holy Spirit that changes things. Okay? This is a very important power that God has given us. Clean mind. Sober mind clean spirit no fear okay and to be able to believe and let him handle what's going on and he'll give us the desires of our heart that's simple as that but the power of God is so mighty and so good once you tap into it it's wonderful it's wonderful fantastic message fantastic message tonight remember ladies and gentlemen following in love with Jesus is the greatest thing you'll ever do in your life letting the Holy Spirit flow through you so you can do not only just do miracles but you can make things just wonderful let it flow through you drink of the Spirit let it be part of you and fearing God isn't fearing the way the fearing we talked about today of cowardice fearing is knowing he's powerful and respecting that power I've always said in everything I've ever told you on these messages, fear respect the law, follow the Lord. Okay? Respect. That's a in, in in God's terminology, fear of God is respecting Him, knowing that He has control of what you're doing. Okay, in your life. You can't worry about everybody else's life and what they're going through, because that's God's job. Your job is to worry about what you're doing with God because ultimately their salvation is on them. Once they know the truth and once they've accepted the truth and they they become accountable to their sins, they have to take that up with God, not you. You just do you. Pray for the lost, um, help when you can help, but do it to the glory of God because without the glory of God, it's just actions, it just works. When you add God to the mix, and you fear God, follow Jesus, and let the Holy Spirit flow, it it, it it accumulates grace. And grace is heavenly money, so to speak. And that grace will fall upon you and bless you in different areas of your life. That's how the operational faith thing works. Okay? So, if you're not doing things with the power of God, and you're not doing things for the Lord, um... Whether it's feed the homeless, give, uh, give a homeless person a buck, help your family, be there for your friends, and other things that you do by works, if you're not doing that for the glory of God, you're doing it just as works and it's not counting for anything. You, you really can't expect God to open doors if you're not doing it for the glory of God. You may think it's God, but God will definitely let you know eventually that that's not of me. Okay. If you do it in the glory of God, with the heart, and this is very important, if for the heart of, of a giver, without expecting anything back, let God handle that. Don't get caught up in all this nonsense. If you give, give with a cheerful heart, and give without expecting anything back, because when it comes back to you, when God replaces whatever it is you've given, and He does this blessing, it can become back as what you gave, or something else in your life. You must... Not worry about that. You give. God, I've done what I, you asked me to do. Follow it. Follow Jesus' example. Let the Holy Spirit guide you uh, in what you need to do. Because Jesus is, this, this is an example. His life is an example. The Holy Spirit is what leads you to different things and talks to you and helps you. The God voice. All that is one. In it, It's three in one entity. So the power of God is that powerful. And you must... You, you, you must must understand that okay very good word very good uh message um we're gonna pray out of this god father son holy spirit thank you for giving us another wonderful message hopefully this message just does do what it's supposed to do god we appreciate the fact that we've been able to minister and be able to read articulate and comprehend what you're wanting us to know see feel and believe father lead us guys us, and direct us in your ways throughout the day, morning, afternoon, and evening. Bless everyone affected by this COVID, this coronavirus. Bless the families. Bless the people. Those sick ones, have them come out of the sickness. Those ones that are, are asymptomatic, leave their bodies in Jesus' name. Father, I ask you and I pray to you that you help all the families going through financial hard times. That whatever they're going through, that you... Help them and you show them that you're real. Even if they don't believe that you're going to do it, they count on you, not others. Count on you. You're going to get them to do this. And Father, I ask for, it. I pray for the city of Las Vegas that it revives, that you shine your light down on this town and make it the, the saint city. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray this. Amen. Well, you have been listening to the Blue Book. Presented to you by C Rep Ministries and hosted by Your Boy Blue. Always remember, fear God, follow Jesus, let the Holy Spirit flow. Until next time. And until next time. And until next time. Jesus. Strong. <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Without stop. Yeah, Without the Without the drop. We'll never stop. We'll never quit. We'll never drop until they set is finished. We'll never stop. We'll never quit. We'll never drop until it's over with. We'll never stop. We'll never quit. We'll never drop until they set is finished. Yeah. That was it, right?